Welcome to Birmingham. Yeah. There we go. What's there up? There we are. We're live. What's up? What's up, ladies and gents? Hey, so, hey. Uh, happy Friday. We're going to have some fun here talking to Jeff, and maybe we'll talk some baseball. We'll see. All right. All right. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business <laughs> what up, ladies and gents? Friday. Happy Friday. Dude, it was a tough one, by the way, today. So Jeff hit me up. He's like, hey, you got a you got a spot open still? I was like, yeah, I do. He's like, I was like, I'll send you over the link as soon as I as soon as I can. I was at Walmart literally shopping right now. So like I walked <laughs> a little groceries right up here and just like hopped on. So like I'm I'm still like in being outside mode. So it's a it's a little weird. So I, but but we got Jeff on the show. Jeff, always a fan favorite. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing well. It's All going, right. It's going. So we got a little guest here. Yes. What's up, little guest? Hi. So tell me about yourself. I heard you were on a show earlier today. I want to know what that's all about. Yes, I was talking about my business. Oh, what? first of all, first of all, how old are you? A little businessman? Yes. How old are you? And then tell everybody your name. My name is Miguel Angel. And I'm 12. 12. All right. Tell me a little bit about your business. What are you, what are you hustling? So what I want to do is like buy baseball cards and then try that the players sign me the cards so I can sell them and then the money that I get donated to the Leukemia Kids. Oh, so are you running? Oh, a, are you running a nonprofit? Yes. Oh, all right. Did you learn wow. about? So, well, so you're you're increasing the value of the cards by getting those signatures. Um. Oh, is that? You're you're so so when you when you get a baseball card like that when you get it straight out of the pack some of them have some value some of them have higher values, but you learn to increase the value of that baseball card if you get a professional athlete's signature on it. Yes. So I got a question for you. How are you going to go about getting professional athletes to sign your cards? So I wonder if the people are are looking us know up. Someone of, of Padres can like pass up, comment the contact, and then try to contact, and then try that the player sign the card. Talk with that, the person. That's a good strategy. That's a good strategy. So you got to get on on a couple shows. You got two shows today that you hopped on. That's that's already spreading that that news that message. You know, there's a lot of people who are afraid to get in front of a camera and ask for help. You're already one step ahead of that. How do you like? How do you like? Uh, how comfortable have you been uh, talking to people about it? What's that? How comfortable have you been talking to to different people and asking them about it? Like, how did I? Um... How do you feel about it? Like when you go up to somebody and you ask them, how do you feel about doing that? 
I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm happy because I'm gonna help. So tell them, tell them what what you wrote here. Well, with the with the with the money that I raise, I'm gonna donate sixty percent to the Lukina kids, ten percent to the person that helped me, and thirty percent to my business. Oh, nice, nice. So you have a nice little structure already. That's really good. That's really good. So check it out. Um, I have one of my former students. He was uh, he was one of my ninth graders when I was teaching at, at the high school, and he graduated. And this year, he was drafted to the Minnesota Twins. So he's got a lot of. He's going to be one of my guests on the show coming up really soon, and I'm going to tell him about your organization. And then I know there's a couple different um, people that I know work directly with a lot of sports teams, and we'll see if we could put you in contact with some of them. How about that? Thank you. Yeah, Show absolutely. Me. Show me your logo. This is my logo. Let me turn my light down. Hold on. Let's see that logo. Let's check that guy out. Oh, it's got the baseball with the bats on the, across the back and the little. Is that a gold ribbon? Yes, and then and the name of mine awesome. is gonna be autographs that save lives. Autographs that save lives. So there are a lot of people, by the way, Miguel Angel, uh, Miguel Angel um, that are part of some major organizations. Um, I'm going to put you in contact with some of them because I think this is a really cool uh, thing that you're doing. It goes beyond just regular baseball card trading. <clears throat> and have you have you heard of this guy named Gary V? Uh -uh. No. So he's really big into sports cards right now, really, really big. And I'm not saying I can get you in contact with him. I wish it was that easy for me. I, I, but, <laughs> but if you are on social media, if you made a video asking for help and you tag people like him and you tag some of your favorite athletes here, that kind of interaction and having people have asking other people to also tag them will help you get more leverage. It'll help you go out there and reach them. So the power of what we have right now with this whole podcasting thing and the power that you have in front of you on your cell phone, right? You can make a TikTok and have fun and laugh or you can watch stuff, but you can also use it to your power. You can also use it to your advantage. So make a little video and, and do it. You don't have to do it in English. You can do it in English. You can do it in Spanish too, but you know, make a video and share it with, with people and tag them. Do you know how to tag somebody on like Instagram and uh, on Facebook? Yes, I think so. Okay, cool. So you're gonna your job is to create your Twitter profile. Your job is to create your Instagram profile, and and all about your what you're trying to accomplish. And you're gonna tag some of these big name people. And here's the thing. Here's the the super big secret that most people know, but they hardly ever do. If you ask them, they might say yes. Especially today with with everything going on in COVID, there are so many people out there that just want to help other people. And if it's something as simple as I'll give you a signature, you never know. Some of these athletes might go so far as to say, I'll sign your card and I'll send you a hat and I'll send you a jersey just to help you out. So, but you got to be brave and you got to be able to ask that question. Hey. Cool. That's some amazing, that's some amazing stuff. Thank you for coming on and sharing. Okay. Do you have any uh, social medias yet for your for your business? No, but I'm actually was thinking to make actually. Um, I like um, Aula Club. I I want to also to I didn't say this in the last show, but I would like 
to to make make jerseys with this logo and hats, so I, we can sell them too. That's super awesome. There's there's a lot of things that you can do beyond what you're thinking at first, right? But you got to take those necessary steps. So when you get off of this call, unless you're super famous already, you got another call you got to go to. But when you get off of this call, you need to get on on your phone. You need to start creating your your um your Instagram pages, and then start making little videos about what you want to do and who you want to help, and then ask people. Make a video specifically for them. So if you want to go, if you want to, if you want to hit up, uh, I don't know who Tatis on on the Padres, right, Mr. Tatis Jr. Make a video for him, right? That's make his a favorite. video. That's his favorite. Right, and make a video for him. So I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you something that happened at my school. So last year, um, it wasn't this year. It was last year. At the end of the year in high school, we take what's called a final exam, right? We have final tests at the end of the year to see how much the kids know, right? Um, and one of the teachers made a deal with the kids. He said, if you can get Fernando Tatis to retweet this picture and it's the teacher saying you know signing on the board saying we won't take a final then they won't that class will not have to take a final and the kids put it on there they tagged fernando they they and they retweeted it and guess what fernando tatis did he retweeted so if you ask these people will respond they're humans they're just like us right they're, they if you if you cut them they bleed they get sick they breathe they eat food they even go to the bathroom Right. So they're real people. All you got to do is ask if you have a message directly to them. You're young. You're ambitious. You're showing that you're helping other people and it's beneficial. They will respond. OK. All right. So get out there and make it happen. That's the only way it's going to work. OK. Cool. And I want to follow up. So we're going to have to follow up with you. We're going to have to check in with you in a little while and see where you're at. Oh, I'm sure okay. the next time we have a uh, last minute. As long as Miguel and his is uh, with Uncle Jeff there. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> we'll make it happen. We'll make it. We'll make it, it happen. He's either, the, he's either here or just right on the other side of the border. So we'll get him. We'll, we'll make sure he's here. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Besides, I'm going to help you find a new bedroom, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. We're going to help you find a new house, and that's going to have a new little bedroom in it. So we got you. We got you. But if anyone's had those at home in Chula Vista, Right, uh, talk, to our, talk to our agent over here. <laughs> yeah, hit me up. We're looking. I know. I mean, it's truth, man. Low inventory right now. You know, every every agent that I hop on, their lives, and I'm listening to you know the the stuff that they're going through. They're all going through the same thing. I get newsletters from different agents, and they're like, "Hey, I got buyers. We don't have houses. So if you're thinking of selling your house right now, please let us know. Like now is the time. If if you're thinking about selling your house, I mean, interest rates are low." right now. So that makes it awesome for buyers. That means you're going to have a lot of buyers bidding for your house, which makes it super awesome for you as a seller. So, you know, the hardest thing is, you know, what, what are you going to do afterwards? Are you going to buy something else, which gives you a huge opportunity to move up in, in houses, which is what, you know, Jeff's doing over here. So it's, it's definitely a good time to take advantage of the market. And, and just like anything else, Miguel, just like anything else, man, you need to go out there and just do it. Ask, 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 ask. What's the worst that can happen? They say no. They say no. You're in the same spot, right? Nothing changes. It's kind of like when you ask to go outside. Can I go run my bike? No. Well, I'm still right here, ain't I? Like nothing changed right there. But if they say yes, everything changes. Can I play play Xbox or can I play, uh, what is it? Switch? Switch or PlayStation? Are you a Fortniter? 
I like it, but I don't play that much more. No, what, what kind of games are you into? Like FIFA. Oh, you're a sports game kid. My kids, uh, Liam is uh, literally right now, today, the new Paper Mario came out. So he's been on that game like crazy. <laughs> he's nuts about that sort of stuff. You got it? Well, cool. Thanks, Miguel, for joining us. I appreciate you taking your time. Thank you. You are by far my youngest entrepreneur on the show so far. You haven't had your kids on yet? I had my daughter on, but it wasn't like she was doing a business thing. And my son, he man, he, he hops on here. And he did then. the popcorn? He did the popcorn, but he wasn't on the show. I remember when go. he we went just... over there for, the, for, the, um, for one of our broadcasts, he uh, hit, hit us up for some candy. Oh yeah, he he's all, he's go. all about. Well, put it this way, he so he's uh Paper Mario, but he's also into uh, Minecraft, right? He's a big Minecraft kid. And the other day, he tells me, Dad, check this out. I created this whole world right here, right? And it's on an exclusive server, so I get I can invite my friends to come in. But before I invite them, I created this big building. This is where Liam Enterprises is, and then I I created all these plots of land all over. And he's like, I'm gonna sell these plots of land to the, to my friends so that they can build nice houses but they have to get everything approved through Liam Enterprises. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude, all right. <laughs> Sounds like an HOA. Wow. Right? <laughs> I, I started explaining to him some other things. I was like, okay, okay, you're, you're, you're thinking here. You're doing your thing. Right? So Charging rent. Right? In one red hotel. Exactly. He's playing Monopoly online. I know, right? Love it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a – we actually had today – the reason why he's here is on Lunch with the Shark today – um, we actually had my nephews. So this is Vidal's nephew. And then we had my nephews. And um, we were talking about kids and entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Right? And so we're actually um, going to be doing a little contest for kids that are entrepreneurs that are looking to get their business funded. Oh. And, and so we are um, we're offering five. I think it's is it five. I think it's five or four. $500 cash prizes to get your business up and running, right? Mm-hmm. And one $750 one that Michelangelo and my nephews are going to choose. Like, who's going to be the best one? Ooh, how, do they, how, does a, how does a kid apply to this? So you can actually email kids at invictus-advisors.com. Kids. All right, James is going to put that on the screen here. Kids at invictus-advisors.com. And, yeah. and what's the application process? What do they got to prove? So they basically are going to go on the, um, an episode on Lunch with a Shark, right, which we have every Monday and Friday at noon. And then they basically have to talk to the shark about, our, about their business plan. Isn't that super cool? It's, it's going to be it's gonna be guppies with the shark. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, though. I mean, yeah. that, that's, you know, um, there was this program, and I didn't get to go, go to it, but um, – they had this fair a while back and kids uh, I think you had to be between between like under 17 years old to to be part of this fair and the kids come out and they you know they rent a booth or whatever and they have everything from you know sales of services to little products and and stuff that they do and it's it's to kind of inspire the same type of thing I want you to go out there I want you to try to go out and make some money I want you to use your creativity don't let anybody tell you you can't do something go ahead give it a shot let the market decide if it's something that they like or don't like. And for you guys to be doing, you know, something where it inspires the kids where they can fund a particular project, 500 bucks 
you know, there's a lot of businesses that that take more elbow grease than than capital to get started. And five hundred dollars for a young kid to advance whatever it is they're doing that can go a long way. You never know where some of these kids and their entrepreneurial skills go from there. And what's really crazy is that when we were having when Vidal was having the conversations with them, it, they were like really all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like most of the time, it's the same thing for when you start a business as an adult. Yeah. Right. You have no idea where you're going. You have no idea where you, you know your avatar is. You just have this idea, right? And so his idea was the baseball cards, right? And one of my um, nephews was lemonade, right? And another one, like he was totally like, he. This is the right train of thought. Was he was wanted to create masks. Oh, right. So I was like, oh, that's the perfect time right now, right? So, but it was interesting just to hear their thoughts around it and hear like kind of the way they're figuring out their business plans because it's the same thing, right? But they also have no hiccups or no stories behind what's going to work and what's going to not. Yeah, they don't have any 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 self limiting beliefs on anything. Right. If anything, they're worried about can my mom take me? Can my you know can my dad right. uh, help me build it or whatever? But it's nothing about their own individual uh, beliefs. And you know what's funny is when you when you say that, you know the way the kids think about their business. Oftentimes, in speaking to so many adults, adults think the same way. They have no clue when they get started. Oftentimes, especially if it's their first venture ever. Of any of the rules, my first business, for example, I knew nothing about business and you know how, how everything was going to operate. The fact that these kids get to try this out at such a young age, it's like it's like you know it's like the infant that gets up and falls and gets up and falls and gets up and falls. Nothing is going to stop that kid from getting up and walking. And the same thing that's going to happen to these kids if you learn if they learn how to make an extra income. Isn't that the point of what we send them to school for anyways? I mean, part of it is is the arts and part of it is the creativity. But the objective behind it is for them to be able to function as human beings after they graduate, right? To be able to take care of themselves and uh, get a job or create an income for themselves. And if you can teach them at that young age that it's in them, that they have the creativity right there between their ears, that little noodle that they got going on right there, that has immense power. And all you're doing is saying, here you go. Go for it. Fly, bird. Yeah, it was actually interesting when I was doing some research about kids and entrepreneurs. So, you know, I was I was looking at some of the millionaire kids nowadays, right? Mm. And one of them was, I can't remember his name, but you probably know. Um, he has 6 million YouTube subscribers. And all he does is the toy guy. Um, I can't remember the name off the top of my head. But that's all he does. And he makes money from YouTube. Mm. Right, just because he does he does uh, reviews of toys. But see, right? and, and that's the that's the thing about today. Today, it's it's the distribution of of whatever it is that you want to do, whatever drives you, is easy, right? It's us being able to say this is what I like doing, and then showing the world that we do it. And I was talking about this with with my wife and, and my kids the other day. One of those unintended consequences of being able to sit on a platform and show people what you're doing. If you're opening, you know, gifts or opening tech or drawing or whatever it is, it's your ability to get out there and be vulnerable. And what's really awesome about it is you stop really caring about what other people think and you start to find your tribe and you start to develop that skill, right? Whatever it is, because think about it, our generation, 
we would not stand up in front of a crowd and pick up a microphone and, and share our opinion of anything. Most of us are afraid no. to, to public speak. But because of this whole new medium, people are creating their TikToks on weird stuff. It doesn't matter. It's their passion, their joy of the thing that they like to do. And those other people who have similar passions, they find them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's the key is that that's what makes social, you know, some pluses and minuses to social media is that you can connect with people that are thinking the same way you are, you know, or thinking the same things that are that are really in line with what your values are. Mm hmm. Part of the problem with that is that you find the same people that are aligned with the values, so you don't have this diversity of, of um, opinions, or people are so focused on that their opinion is the right one. Um, so there's pluses and minuses, but I think kids nowadays, you know, especially in the entrepreneur space, um, it's a great way to kind of get your messaging out. You I know, heard, like yeah. you, you were just talking about TikTok, and you know, having him create a TikTok to push it out to people to get them to to get autographs. Yeah. You know? And and have fun and get creative with it. it yeah. And it's funny because I was I was I was uh, listening to my audiobook this morning and they were talking about how um, that that whole concept of when you decide for example you want I don't know you want a a, a B dub beetle right and, and you decide that's the car you want all of a sudden when you're on the freeway you see them everywhere and you didn't see them before or when you want a particular you know hat and you drive around and you're seeing people and all of a sudden everybody's wearing that same hat that whole concept of of what your mind once you decide that your mind is going to focus its attention on something that it that tends to see that all over the place that wasn't there before but it always was there you're just focusing your attention on it and those social media algorithms do a lot of the same thing for us they act the same way our mind acts where it starts to filter out the things that you don't pay attention to and puts you in front of the things that you do pay attention to so when you're talking about you know you really start focusing on focusing in on people that are like you it's designed that way. It's kind of yeah. the way our minds are designed too. So you're right. On the one sense, those start those things start getting done for you, and you becomes you know second nature, and you don't think about it. Maybe you're not using some of those brain muscles that you would have used in the past. Like you know, growing up as kids, we memorized our friends' phone numbers, <laughs> right? Today, right. there is no need for that. So you're not exercising that part of your muscle. Same thing when I was a kid and I would ride my bike. I knew every single street and every turn and every alley and every corner and every shortcut by memory. Today, I can't even drive like to PB. I'll get lost if I don't have my <laughs> GPS on, right? Like it's not the same. You're not using those same memory banks. But if you are associating with very like-minded people – and, and, you know, the, the algorithms helping you, your mind's focused in, you're really zeroing in on that thing that you want to focus in on. And you can become an expert in that one thing. We don't need to be a jack of all trades. I have that, that, uh, unfortunate way of doing things where I'm, I'm, I know so many things, but if I were to just focus on one, imagine how much of an expert you would be in this one field if that's all you did that one time and if we can train our kids to be very good at those one things i mean there are people who make millions and millions of dollars because they do one thing absolutely well and better than anybody else yeah and i think that's that's really important you know it's funny because when i was when i was talking to Vidal today and really trying sending him over some of my points to talk about on the um on the lunch with the shark today with the with the kids um it was actually really interesting some of the, the, the things that I found out about entrepreneurship and about kids and entrepreneurs. And a couple of the things that they talk about or um, when you're when you're when you want to teach kids about how to be entrepreneurs 
it's trying to let them, one of the things is trying to let them solve their own problems, mm-hmm. right? And I think that really goes a long way to trying to, in social media, where you can actually take a problem like that and try to get your, your tribe or community to try to help you figure it out. Well, you know? I, I think that's a, that's a, a downfall of the education system today in general. We've put so much emphasis on failing as being a bad thing when that's when the actual learning happens. Like right. if, if, if you're getting everything right, you're not learning at all. You're just reinforcing what you already know. It's not actual learning anymore. You've memorized that point, right? right. It's like, it's like you get up in the middle of the night and you can walk to the toilet because you've done it so many times. You're not learning anything new, right? But if, if you, if, if you're, if you're constantly at a point where you struggle and you don't know something and you and you make a mistake at that point that's when your mind starts to make that change and that's where you start to learn it's that problem solving that awkward feeling when you don't know something that's what you want to get to same thing when you're working out you want yeah. to get to the point where your muscles fatigue where they can't anymore because that is the point where you're going to find change and that, that's what we want in our education system hopefully with uh, you know all these COVID changes, we're gonna start teaching our kids to learn and emphasize the fact that you can you know all this other stuff where it's just you know book work, that's yeah. cool and that's great for finding information. What do you do with that information? If you can right. implement it and struggle at some point and realize that struggling is okay, it's a good thing. That's the learning point. That's that's life changing. Actually, it's pretty. It's. Actually, it's funny you say that because I was actually helping him before we got on trying to figure out his script, right? Because he wanted to figure out, you know, what to say and how to say it. And so, you know, he's still in the process of learning English. And so he wrote down his script. And instead of me just writing it down for him, I said, write it down and I'll correct it for you. Mm -hmm. Right? And then I go back and there was still, you know, a few little changes to correct. So I went back through and so it was about him kind of, going through the process than necessarily me just going to be like, okay, I'll just do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Because he'll learn a lot more from that than he will. Um, What are you doing back there? I think he has a question. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've never seen hands go up. You know how odd. <laughs> it's, for, it's a teacher thing. It's a teacher thing. That's, that's, that's what they do when they have a question. So they don't interrupt you. They're like, I'm next. <laughs> Go ahead. So, there was that one that you told me to have baseball cards that you took for Arnold Huh? Say that again? You told me that there was one that you know that have like baseball cards, right? Uh huh. What was the name of him? Gary V. G A R Y V E E. Did he have like a channel on YouTube? Oh, yeah. You put that in. You just Google Gary V and you'll see the world pop up. I think he owns pretty much the first five pages of Google if you Google his name. <laughs> right? Yeah. Sure. See, it's funny because even like some of the letters, like some of the, le- some, some of the letters, because I still learned in English, mm-hmm. sound like Spanish. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah. that's, but see, even that, right? Even, even the fact that, you might have, you know, he came up with the script. You might have edited the script. He still has to verbalize it. He still has to say yeah. it, right? And and that's going to be a struggle in and of itself. But the more he does it, the more he practices, the better he's going to get at it. And, you know, oh, yeah. and, and it's, it's like anything else. For me, Spanish is the other way around. I started to lose my Spanish because I wasn't using it as much, right? It's, it, it's, it's 
weird like that. You don't use it, you lose it. Your mind is literally saying, well, it's not important to you, so we're going to focus our attention on what is important to you. You know, anything that you dedicate that time to, anything that you decide it's it's the thing that I'm going to focus my attention on, you're going to get good at it. Like our yeah. mind is our mind is literally a, like like a muscle. If we work at it, it's going to get better at that thing. We can ask it anything. We were talking about this yesterday. You can ask your mind anything and it will find the answer. So if you ask it things that are pointless, right? What's on Netflix? <laughs> you know, things that yeah. aren't really helpful to you, then it's going to give you the answer to those questions. Same if you tell yourself, I can't, or I don't, or I won't, you are going to get that result from your mind. Your mind is, is what, is, what does Earl Nightingale say, James, about the, uh, your, your mind is like a, like a field, right? It doesn't matter what you plant in it. It'll grow that in abundance. If you plant poison, it'll grow poison. If you yeah. plant fruit, it'll grow fruit. It's up to you what you want to plant in your mind. And part of it is asking the right questions, right? Mm-hmm. You have to ask the right questions. And if you don't like have a, um, if you're not able to ask the right questions and have an open up mind to be like, Am I, you, you have to ask yourself to see if you're asking the right questions. I have to do that a lot. Yeah. You know, like if I ask Vidal a question or something about the business, I have to, and he answers me, but I don't ask him the right question. I'm not getting the answer that I need. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. So a lot of times it's about trying to figure out what the right question is. Right to make sure that you're getting that the a accurate response. Hundred percent, and and you know that that's funny because uh that it comes down to communication with anybody, with your significant other, your kids, your it doesn't matter your your colleagues, your employees. When you ask a question, you're gonna get an answer. Don't get mad because they gave you a, an answer that you didn't want. Think about what you're asking. Like it, it you know, it's it's one of those things uh, for me. I think as, as I do this whole podcast thing more and more, as I talk to more people, I, I start to understand more about perspective, right? And, and having that idea of, you know, it may not be my fault, but it's my responsibility, right? It's, it's my responsibility to, to change, you know, however I decide to respond to any situation that pops up. If I ask a question, I don't get the right answer. I can respond in a negative tone or I can really assess myself and say, okay, did I, did I, clarify myself correctly did i you know are they going through something a little bit different do i need to readjust my approach here everything comes down to you yourself right you are the one who, who's going to make a difference in any relationship and it's professional uh intimate you know cordial there are always two types of people in my opinion there's the one that that is going to go out and make something happen that's going to send the email that's going to send the text that's going to pick up the phone and call and there's the other person that doesn't right and it's funny because i i always i always uh, get picked on for this james calls my mom all the time right he's the one who's going to pick up the phone and say hey mom how's it going he's going to hop on his bike and ride over and go see mom on a random time I'm the bad son. I don't do that, right? <laughs> I love my mom, right? I love my mom. I just, you know, I don't do that. My mom calls me. She'll send me a text message. I always tell her I love her and, you know, that sort of stuff. But it's but it's those two – in every relationship, there's always going to be those two types of people. And it doesn't mean that one doesn't care for the other. It's just if you want the relationship to continue, you got to realize who you are in that situation and change if you want change. It's so funny because, you know, it's funny you say that because Vidal, you know, Vidal's mom now lives with us. But um, she, every day, when she wasn't living with us, he would call her every day. I'm like, what do you guys freaking talk about? 
<laughs> I like I don't get it, right? I call my mom maybe once a week. Yeah. Maybe once every couple weeks, you know? It's like or like I'll get a text message from her, you know, like rarely, right? And so it's it's so funny to see you say that because I'm like, okay, now I'm not alone. <laughs> you know you're definitely not alone right but yeah. again, it doesn't mean that you don't love that person no. it's just that's your personality type and and again if you want and, and you know i hear it all the time especially when you have a uh, loss in the family right you hear things like i wish i could have heard their voice one more time i wish i would have picked up the phone one more time and and you got to realize you know when, when you hear that from other people when you hear that in that relationship and you're thinking that to yourself you know who it is that you want to pick up the phone and talk to, you know, who it is that you, that you're, you know, maybe you're, you're wondering if anything happens. And, and in my mind, I do that. I do that all the time. I, well, it's weird, but you know, like today, my, my wife and my daughter went to the, to, to Mira Mesa to go shopping, right. To the, it's like a $5 store or something they like to go to out there. And, uh, and in my mind is always the same way. Damn, this could be the last time I ever seen them. Right. And I hope that never happens. But in my mind, if I tell myself that when I do see them, I give them hugs and I give them kisses and I, you know, I admire that, that time that we do have together because you never know when anything can happen. You just don't. And, and again, it doesn't matter if that other person is not talking to you. If that person hasn't picked up the phone, if you want the change in anything in your life, you have to be the one that goes and makes that change. And, and I think that's, that's the, that's the key, you know, and that's the thing with kids, you know, kids, kids have that, like open like there's nothing in so many ways there's nothing that really uh, they have nothing that holds them back you know and so they really have no concept of what they can and can't do and so as we get older we have to start going back to like the kids you know mm-hmm. in the kids mindset or you know a better example is you know this sounds funny but a dog like right because a dog, for me, that's why I love Captain Crunch, right? For a dog. Because no matter if I'm gone for five minutes or if I'm gone for three days, he acts exactly the same mm-hmm. when I get home. Mm-hmm. And imagine right. if you came home every day and your wife or your kids or your business partner or anybody, right? No matter if you were gone for five minutes or three days, they came back to you with that same sort of energy and excitement. Man, wouldn't that be great? That's exactly right. And and the, the funny thing about that is the dog is giving it to you, right? We yeah. always think of us, the masters, we feed the dog, we give the dog water, we take the dog for a walk. But it's not really, that's not why the relationship works. The relationship works because the dog is giving you the love. The dog always pays attention to you. The dog always comes and wants to be a part of your life. And that's why you have that relationship with that dog. That's why that is is such a strong bond. You you just kind of cater to the dog. You even <laughs> kind of ignore the dog most of the time. And yeah. sometimes you even yell at the dog for being happy and barking at the mailman, right? Yeah. But the dog doesn't care. It continues to give you love. Again, that's the that's a perfect that's a great example, by the way, because that's true. I mean, be like the dog, right? Bruce Lee said, "Be like water." And I was gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because sometimes I'm like, I'm, I literally, I would go down to the store, get some milk, and come back, and like Captain Crunch would act like he's like, haven't seen me in like years. I'm like, dude, <laughs> like, I was just like, here. It's about, yeah, it's about perspective shift. It's like, holy crap, you know? Yeah. 
but it's you know it's funny because when you when you were mentioning about like seeing something, you know, once you start looking at something, you start seeing it all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, when I start when you start looking at your dog, right? You start you can start to see other not just animals but other people and other opportunities that you may not have seen before because you are in that that different state of mind. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, for for example, like today I was I was you know every day going on morning walk, and I just happened to look up. Right? This sounds weird, but I saw things in a different way. Right, because I never just looked up like at the top of the palm trees, and I was like, "This is really interesting." Because most of the time, you just look here, right? Mm-hmm. But if you start looking Eye up, level. You, yeah, you start seeing things in a different way, in a different perspective, and like things that just you know, when you start to look at things differently, then it goes back to like the questions change, your mindset around it change, your thoughts around it change. Like I, I, I don't know if I shared the story with you, but before COVID, I was, I, you know, loved going to the gym. It wasn't because I was developing my body, but I was developing my mind. Mm-hmm. And once I had that shift, it was like, when can I go back to the gym? Yeah. Because I love about, I love learning about myself. I love self-development. I love that whole piece. And I realized when my mind was doing more um, strength, Strength training, my mind was, and that completely changed the way I look at the gym now. So th- this week yeah. I started doing a, 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 I started a second journal. So now I journal at night and I journal in the morning. And my second journal is uh, is very purposeful. So it's got at the at the very beginning it has my my uh, quarterly goals, my monthly goal, my weekly goal, that sort of stuff. And then every day I have, you know, I have a gratitude session. So I start off the morning reflecting on what I, what I did and didn't accomplish the day before. Then I go into a gratitude section. So I list out 10 things that I'm grateful for. And then I go into what my daily intent is going to be. And I think having those gratitudes at the beginning helps shape uh, my mindset because you're absolutely right. You know, one thing is when you're walking to look up and and see the world from a different perspective. The other thing is having that emotional, uh, positive point of view. Because if you start your day, you know, you stub your toe on the corner of the bed. It's cloudy outside. You know, you uh, you you woke up late or whatever it is. You, that negativity perpetuates throughout the rest of the day if you let it. If you don't change your perspective, you're gonna start to see everything that's negative in the day. The guy in front of you is driving too slow. The guy took your parking spot. You know, the, the somebody finished the last cup of coffee. Every single moment in your day has to be purposeful and intentful. You have to have that positive mindset in your mind so that everything that you see is an opportunity, right? Now you get to park in a different spot and maybe you find the spot that has shade. Maybe now you get to fill up that cup of coffee and you get to talk to a coworker that you never really got to talk to. I mean, every single negative situation has a positive side. That's the yin and the yang. That's the balance of life. And we choose which side we we focus on. You know, it's so funny because I'm like, we didn't get that house that we really, really wanted, but there's a new house out there for us someday. Yeah. Right? Exactly. <laughs> you, and that's the thing is we never know what right. it's going to be. Yeah. Right. And and some people you, you might use, you know, you might use religion. Some people might use just the, you know, positive mindset, whatever it is. Uh, you can call it karma. I don't care what you want to call it. 
if you're a good, if you, if you have that positive mindset, if you're looking for the opportunities rather than, than addressing them as problems, if you're, if you're positively focused on making a difference in your life and in the world in a positive manner, you know, it's endless. It's endless. What could happen? You know, it's funny is that, you know, you know, the journey we've been through finding a house, but, um, it, it, uh, what hit me, one of the times where we, you know, we weren't able to get one of the homes that we were looking at. I, the next morning I got up and I was like, shit, like we didn't get that home. Like we really wanted that one. Right. And, you know, I had to like take some breaths and say, then it wasn't meant to be mm-hmm. right. It wasn't the right house for us. It wasn't because if we were supposed to be in that house, we would be in that house. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, things just kind of start happening and you're just like, okay, then maybe that wasn't the right house for right now. Yeah. I heard, I heard it said one time, uh, and I think it was actually Gary V funny enough who said something like that. He's like, you can't dwell on the things that didn't happen. He's like, you never know. Like that could have been the house. Maybe in a, in another timeline, you got that house and, and you're there and you're, you're and it's the exactly what you thought of and you're living there. And then a year later you trip and fall, you break your neck. Cause that was the house that, that you were doomed to die in. Right. If you had gone that way, you don't know what life path is going to go on. You just kind of have to trust that, everything happens the way it's supposed to happen because you don't have any other choice. It's how it's happening. You know, what's crazy is that I don't know if you guys watched this show, but me and Riddell just finished it called the man in the high castle. Have you guys seen that show? No, I haven't seen that. You guys actually might dig it. Uh, you and James, because it's about the premise is if the Nazis won, World what II. would life be like? What would life be like? Right? So part of the, you know, part of the United States is is um, I guess invaded by Japan, and part of the United States is invaded by Germany. I'm right? telling you, the, yeah, okay. And, uh, now, now you got me. Now you got me thinking because that's I. I love those hypotheticals, right? Right. To to me, running that whole scenario, the hypothetical, makes you appreciate what you have today, right? right? Because you really realize that it could have gone any way, any and possible way show is about that's what the show is about because it's it ends up you know the first uh, you know i'll just give you this little bit the first the first season you're like oh this is just like a hypothetical like hypothetical thing that just happened well as you get into the second season it starts to become more sci-fi mm. right and so this the the, the sci-fi as, aspect of it is exactly that it's exactly right. like what if this other you, you what if this other universe they um didn't win the war yeah right? and that's I, it goes back and forth between the between they won and they they lost so you see right? the comparison they compare and contrast the, the two sides yeah and people and people that are in the high ranks of the nazi of nazi like america nazi part goes back to their the other side mm-hmm. and they start seeing all the things that they lost Ooh. And it's simple <laughs> yeah it's but simple. I, 
and and that's the that's the thing that's that's what you got to realize like this is your best you right now like you know yesterday is gone there's nothing you can do about what's already happened but tomorrow tomorrow's a possibility and and what you do today will shape what happens to, for tomorrow it's up to you yeah nobody else is going to do it for you yep and they talk about that they talk about sorry I, that's my new favorite you know everyone has their new favorite show right now my, that's my new favorite show right now. <laughs> even though it's not like, like last year it's not i think it was the last it's new to you. And when I start watching it, it's going to be new to me. So don't worry. <laughs> um, but it talks about that. It talks about, you know, if you make a change in this one world, what are the repercussions? If you make a change in this world, what are the repercussions? Right? So that's why it's kind of sci-fi-y. Sci-fi, if that's such a word. Yeah, we can make it up. We make up words on this show. Ask James. Um, it's kind of sci-fi because you start thinking about that. It's like that other movie um, Chasing trains or chasing cars or chasing Amy. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what it is. But it's another show like that where this guy gets on the subway and then the other time he doesn't. And it shows kind of these two diverse tracks that you know you see his his um he goes through when he got on the subway and the other when he did it. All of those right? are like mind blown, right? That's what happens yeah. on those things. Yeah, you trip out, man. Right. Yeah. Jeff. Dude, we've we've gone long on this one, but that's cool. I always enjoy I, was, I always enjoy having you on the show. I was expecting uh, James to break in and do a ham's tip of the day. I know, I know, but you know what? The last two days, like last time, yesterday, he was like, "Dude, it was such a good conversation. I didn't want to jump in." And today, I didn't Pretty even much. notice. I wasn't even paying attention to the clock. I was like, "I should check her," and I was like, "Oh, dang, forty-five minutes." <laughs> I was watching, but you know, you guys are just having so much fun, having such a great conversation, and you James, know, I'm the longer. Yeah, no, I I saw like the first episode, or and I really liked uh, the premise of it. Uh, but you know how it is, like when when you have a partner and you want to watch a show, and your partner doesn't want to watch that show, so like you you're not always able to find time to watch that show by yourself. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much pretty much where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so. what I, that's what I have to do a lot of times with uh, Vidal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's, out, he's out doing something. I'm like. I gotta watch Casa de Flores. Or I gotta <laughs> this is my time. This is my time. Like, yeah, I, like, I totally yes. would have gone over to your guys' house and watched like the three days of uh, Marvel. Uh, Marvel, but that's not him. So <laughs> well, it's okay. We're, when we get the theater room at your place, we're doing it at your place. There we go. <laughs> there you go. All right, Jeff. Thanks for coming on. Hey, uh, ladies Anytime. and gents, remember uh, if you guys have kids that want to start a business. Uh, Invictus Advisors is holding a, a nice little competition for you guys. Four winners. Uh, we're going to have four winners, two, uh, I think we put two or three. I don't know. I, I forgot three, what it was. But... Three winners. Two two for 500, one for 750. Is that right? Sounds all right. Yeah. Sounds, all right. Okay. So there you that's, go. That's what's going on <laughs> the bottom of the screen this whole time. So There you go. Sorry. I wasn't even looking. I was talking to Jeff. <laughs> but go go uh, send an email to kids at Invictus-Advisors.com to get your kids signed up. Uh, and get them, you know, get those wheels turning. We're about to hit into the new school year, which is not going to be your traditional school year. It's going to be distant learning from almost everybody. So give them something else that they can turn their wheels about. And you never know, they might get good enough to pay your rent or your mortgage, mom and dad. So, you know, shoot that in there and, and give them a shot. Right? Kids at Invictus-Advisors.com. That's all we got for you guys today. Jeff, thanks for coming on last minute. Appreciate it. No problem. Have a good one. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. 
Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.